welcome to Praying Weekly with the Kingstown Communion. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you today as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Our second Old Testament reading this week is in Isaiah. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 66, verses 10 through 14. And so hear now the word of the Lord today. Prepare your heart, clear the clutter from your mind. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice with her in joy. All you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breasts, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dangled on her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Comfort, comfort, O Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bodies shall flourish like the grass, and it shall be known that the hand of the Lord is with his servants, and his indignation is against his enemies. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. thing about Isaiah is that Isaiah is a prophet speaking from exile. Actually, Isaiah is one of the longest prophets, one of the, I mean, 66 plus chapters in Isaiah. And Isaiah really could be broken down into 1st Isaiah, 2nd Isaiah, and 3rd Isaiah. It's believed that maybe Isaiah was written by three different authors, not just one guy, but three different authors, um, because it tells of three different times in Israel's history. Isaiah, in the very first part of Isaiah, 
speaks of that time when Israel is with the temple and Jerusalem and all seems well, but they're keeping, um, they're keeping the widows and those who are impoverished out of the temple. They're not taking care of their own. They're not being the church that God has called them to be, yet they do have a church. They have a building, but they're not being who God's called them to be. And the prophets come and they rebuke Israel to turn back to God, to to turn and care for the widow, to care for the poor. Then 2nd Isaiah is kind of known for that middle exile period, the period that Daniel, we meet Daniel in, where um, the temple is destroyed, as we talked about on Sunday, and and the Israelites are carried off um, into Babylonian captivity, and they're subjugated and brainwashed and made to submit to gods and kings that are not their own. And they're lost and they're wondering and they're waiting on God and they're yearning for God. And then the third part of Isaiah, which is where we find our scripture today, is when Israel has finally made it back to Zion. They finally made it back to the promised land, been returned to what was rightfully theirs. And they're just taking a look at all of the destruction before them. They make it back, but there's nothing standing. And they can't see the hope that's ahead. They can't see what God has for them. And God is saying, comfort, comfort. Listen, I promise I've been with you all along continue to be with you through this. So hear now Isaiah again from today's reading. Hear it one more time and think about it being this third Isaiah, this after exile Isaiah. This, this is after Daniel. This is not in the midst, but this is after Daniel and his people, after that 500 years of, of exile. This is when they've returned home. And hear, hear this when they've returned home. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice with her in joy. All you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dangled on her knees as a mother comforts her child. So I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bodies shall flourish like the grass and it shall be known that the hand of the Lord is with his servants and his indignation is against his enemies. This is the third Isaiah, the one that says, as a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Isaiah tells the full history of Israel after they have a king and what happens after they have a king and after they build this big temple in Jerusalem it tells the story afterwards Um, but this reminds me of, of how our stories work right when we have turned away from God and then we enter that like period of exile we we have been seeking after what we want our own way our We've been seeking for our own control, and then we enter into the aftermath of that, 
where we're totally out of control. We can't control anything, and we feel like God's completely forsaken us. That's exile, that exile, that sense of longing to be back in the presence of God, to know God, to, to, to know of God's hope, to know that my life has a direction and a purpose. Uh, and then this is that, that time when we come out on the other side and we're asked to believe, we're asked to trust, asked to trust that God has something next for us. So I wonder how your life, how your story intersects with the story of Israel in this telling of all of Isaiah. I wonder which stage you're in right now. If you're in the, gosh, I'm so distant from God. I'm trying to control my own life. And God is saying, be the person I've called you to be. No, you are not the person I've called you to be. God's rebuking you. Maybe you sense that right now. Maybe you sense God saying, you're not the person I called you to be. You're not doing what I've called you to do. You're not, you are not tending to those I've called you to tend to. Or maybe you feel like you're just in exile right now. Maybe you just feel lost like you're longing for God. Longing, you're longing to be back to that time that was good and fruitful and, and a blessing. Or are you on the other side of that and you're just needing to trust God? You're just needing to know that God has a plan, that God has a way marked for you, that, that, that you just want to know. You just want to know, God, what's next? What's next? I wonder how your story intersects with this. That's how scripture works. We read it well. You can kind of tell our story as it tells the story of humanity, of Israel. As it tells individual stories, it can illuminate our own. love of God our Father and the grace of his Son Jesus Christ and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen.